Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Sergeant First Class John Valentine. Welcome to the Veterans Be Real podcast. Here's where we try to keep it real and do our best to help all our fellow veterans out there. This podcast will hopefully open our veterans' eyes into the transition and challenges they are facing and give them some guidance along the way. Please subscribe and download our podcast. We look forward to you, your insight, and your loyalty. Thanks for listening. And now, here's Veterans Be Real. Hey, good afternoon, good evening, or good morning, my Veteran Be Real listeners, whichever time of the day it is when you're actually going to listen to this because you're, you know, getting up or going to bed or, you know, lunchtime, whatever. But anyway, today I got Timothy Stroud. He's, a, he's actually a battle buddy of mine. I've known him for years. I met him down here in Colleen, Texas. He's now in Houston. He's a former Army medic. And this guy, he does a lot of amazing things for veterans in the veteran community. But he had his trials and tribulations, too. So we're going to have Tim on talking a little bit about his time in the military and then what he did as he transitioned out to kind of give you guys a little heads up. So, Tim. The floor is yours, my friend. Hey, thanks for being my Valentine. And when you say that, that's ooh-ah, combat medic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. All right. It's, it's never well, going to get old, Tim. It's never going to get old. <laughs> that's exactly right. And for those who are just waking up, you better buckle up because I'm about to give you a verbal dose of caffeine. So here we go. Here we go. So I was, I was part of the late-blooming crowd. I did not go into the military right after high school because my dad served in the army and he came back and he served his community as a police officer and 18 months into his service. Sadly, when I was five years old, he was killed in the line of duty. So my mom instilled in me, don't be a police officer. Don't go into the military. And I heard that over and over again. So out of her fear, she transferred that to me, which means I didn't want to go and I want to go straight to college. Well, college didn't exactly work out how it was supposed to. And when mom got sick with cancer, I went from full-time to part-time to nighttime, no time. And so I, I loved working. So I just worked, figured I would uh, go through the school of hard knocks and just to earn my way into my, my millions, right? Well, after mom passed, I figured I need to get my stuff in order. I needed direction and I needed discipline. So at age 27, I left the casinos as a professional dealer, I gambled at other casinos, but I dealt everything from blackjack, poker, let it ride, Caribbean stud, roulette, you name it. Left that lifestyle to join as a combat medic. Mm. And my first duty station, bomb holder, Germany. That's right. I, I went to the rock. And there I, I, I fell in love with the military. I did a, a six-month stint in CID for those who are not in the army and that's criminal investigation division. Loved it. Planned on being a lifer. was waiting on my top secret clearance. 9-11 happened. That means I had to shift gears. They sent me to Fort Hood as a medic, deployed, went to the sandbox, went uh, in through Kuwait, up through Iraq and served about five months there. I was stop lost. When I came back, missed my second daughter being born. So that meant marriage is a little rocky. I think a few people watching this can, can relate. It's just there's a reason why over half the marriages in the military wind up in a divorce, right? It's, it's not for everybody. So transitioning out, I, I had a little problem. 
of, of keeping my family together, plus finding a damn job. I had a job lined up when I was transitioning out, but because I was stop lost, that job was gone. That was five, almost six months later. And that six-figure job, that went bye-bye. And even though the owner of a company, the company was a great friend of mine, he had to put somebody else in place. And I went to work. I went to work for a company and their manager trainee program because I didn't have a degree. Even I was a sergeant getting out, I'd taken some classes, but I never got that piece of paper that helps you scoot across that to the next interview, right? So I started taking online classes and I started working, but in Basically, I was cleaning out cars, trying to sell insurance on cars for one of the national rental companies. Not something I saw myself doing after being deployed to Kosovo, Kuwait, and Iraq. As I go, no, we know all the, the blue language that comes out. I did not want to do it. So I switched gears, started helping out veterans with their finances and doing networking. Let me pause here, Valentine. I was a good medic when I was in the Army. Magical medical hands. At the same time, I was a better connector guy. So if you needed a half a connex of permethrin to, to treat the BDUs, or if you needed some guys to go from cat three down to cat one in dental, I knew who to call and how to make that stuff happen. Well, when I transitioned out of the military, I found out there was value in that, but I had to increase my brand. To do that, I had to shut this and open these. So my mentor hired me and he said, Tim, for the first six months, he's like, I love your energy. Spare me your brilliance. He's like, just pay attention. He's like, I've got 33 companies. I'm going to plug you in and I'm going to start teaching you some things, some skills that will help you out in the long run. He's like, but you got to be able to love people. Basically, he taught me how to be a servant leader. So I had my activity knowledge that he was showing me, that I had my learned knowledge that I was going through college at the same time. And I wanted to make sure that I was connecting here and here while I, I was using these. And you can relate to that, right? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. That's what I got out. A lot of mine, they're a little rougher on me. They just tell me to shut up and listen. They don't get There's not a soft <laughs> as you. Just shut up and listen, Valentine. I'm like, Roger, sir, Roger. <laughs> That's the other thing. I had to learn to talk again because after four and a half years in the Army as a medic, we said, Hua, and all kinds of stuff that people yeah. on the outside, they, they didn't care to hear. Yeah. So I went to Toastmasters to, and that's a public professional speaking group, learned how to talk more eloquently. Yeah. And that helped me out in the long run. And then also joined the local chambers of commerce and some of the other networking groups like Rotary and you know, Service Above Self. And I found others I could lock arms with. Basically, I took the time to find a new tribe. Because while we're wearing the uniform, man, it's great. I don't care if you don't like the SOB that's next to you. At the end of the day, that guy's going to have your back, right? Yeah. Well, in the civilian world, I, I didn't know who was going to have my back. Nobody. And so anytime I wanted to raise, I looked at the bald guy in the mirror and I go, you better get ready and better get busy, right? So I did. And I started building companies like my mentor taught me and how to surround myself with good people. And I did not have to be great at everything. All I had to look for was a system that I could plug into, utilize my skill sets and and learn how to sharpen those, sharpen my axe, because you can be, you can have a great talent at something. It doesn't matter if it's sports, military, connecting, networking, whatever. But when it comes to skill, you better practice, and you better practice and watch the professionals and learn from them. And so that's what I started doing. I went to where the money was. So follow the money. I went to oil, gas, and energy. I went through insurance. And I started building programs for them and helping out. 
in the process, I got really active with the veteran organizations. I was blessed to be one of the founding members of TexVet. Dr. Catherine Cottrell used to be one of the lead psychiatrists at the VA. She started it, and she put it underneath the, the umbrella of the Texas A&M Health Science Center. And the role of TexVet is to plug in all those organizations, over 4,000 of them, put them under a, a web of care so you can go in through any door possible. So there's a no wrong door approach. So if you go into the VFW today, they may know where the resources are. They may not. But if you go on TextVet and you put that stuff in, boop, it goes in and you can connect. So I like doing that and I love connecting, but I like using my hands going out and preparing the VFWs, the American Legions, the, the KIPP schools, beautifying the, the community I'm in, and then linking arms with those also that are there, making sure that we're doing good work. And that has fed my soul and it's been very financially lucrative when you connect with the right people. Yeah, that's always a good thing. Lucrative is good. But if you guys listen to Tim, it's a lot about learning a whole new process of your life, right? Because in the military, like you said, we're used to a certain structure, a certain way of doing things, a certain way of accomplishing the mission. But when you get out, you go from not saying who anymore to saying yes or no or whatever, 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 because you got to learn that new role you're in, right? I think a big part of what Tim's talking about too is that you got to find your place. Like Tim said, he was really good at solving problems for people outside of the thing. It wasn't normally his MOS or his job, but somebody needed whatever, he could find a way to get it. So he turned that into something that could be more lucrative for him later on because he retrained himself. And you heard him say he found a mentor. The mentor told him to be quiet and listen and you know not be so proactive and things. And right now, let's learn it all first. And then I'm going to put, and then look where he is. He took steps and he grew, right? So a lot of us as veterans, I know me, Tim was one of my mentors when I got out when he was here in Colleen for a little while and then he left and then I got, you know, but you, you do that. You got, cause Tim was teaching me and then I was listening and then I learned and I go, and then you go. So, cause I, like I, you guys have heard me say in all these podcasts, this last 10 years of my life has been hectic because I was a military brat for 20, 19 years. And then I went in the army at 19 and I was in the military for 20 years. So that I'm 39. I get out of the army. I don't know any other lifestyle than the military lifestyle at all as a 39 year old man. Then I get out. So for the last 10 years, I've been trying to find myself. And it took me about six to really find myself. I wasn't super successful financially or whatever. But like Tim said, I finally shut up and I listened. I started doing things better, watching people too. That's another thing too. Not only listening, but watching how people interact with other people. I go to a lot of, like you said, a lot of networking. I'm in the rotary. I go to a lot of networking events. And I just stand around and I watch how people interact with each other. I watch how the doctors and all these high-level people in my city or my community that are kind of the power players how they talk and react with other people. And I'm learning that's how I talk to that guy or that's how I got to talk to this guy or that's, I got to adjust myself. I can't be so loud. I got to quiet down a little bit. I got to be, you know what I mean? So Tim gave a lot of great tools there that you got to really think about. And I think the, the most important thing, and, and Tim is actually the first one to actually say this, is you just got to shut up and listen. And then he said it in a nicer way than I just did. But I'm saying <laughs> you got to listen because you have to learn a different way to do things because the army and the military is so structured in the way they do it. You know, like Tim was in the army for what, five, six years, whatever. I was in there for 20 years. And I'm telling you from the day I came in the army to the day I got out of the army, I still had fucking PT at 6.30 in the morning. You see what I'm saying? Like every day for 20 years, it was the same thing. In the civilian sector, it's not like that. One day you might come into work at nine. The next day, the boss might say, hey, I need you here at 5.30. You know, or whatever. Things, and it did that in the army too, don't get me wrong, but not as often as that. You know what I mean? Where things are, things are more, I want to say volatile, but things are more flexible in the civilian sector because there's no overwhelming military leadership style above you, right? You got a boss or you got a right. boss. 
but it's different. And Tim can tell you for, I mean, he's down in Houston and I, I got a lot of friends down there in Houston. That there's a different organization where he's worked with the Easter Seals. He's worked with a couple, there's, there's what's that other one down there, Tim, that, that big veteran organization down there? Well, you've got several of them. You've got Combined Arms. You've got the Mission Continues. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I work with over a thousand of them. And it's just like, uh, it's very similar to Operation Phantom Support. But some of these organizations are so huge, they simply have more zeros. But same problem as yours. And my challenge to everyone watching, whether you're a veteran, a family member, or a patriot, get involved. Find a cause that you absolutely believe in Find the organization that supports your values. Get active. Your time, your treasures, and your talents. Hey, let, put all three in there. And by the way, update your LinkedIn profile. If you're a year out of getting transitioning out of the military, you better dig the well before you're thirsty. Start putting where you're volunteering, how you're taking those online classes. You're going to Toastmasters, getting those certificates of achievement, putting it on your living resume. That's where the professionals go. And if you're not speaking their language and finding out what they're talking about, you will definitely get left behind. Yeah, because like Tim will tell you, like I got out as an E7. I was a senior NCO. I had in charge of 5,000 soldiers under my charge as the S3. Of my, I got out. I got a job as a drill instructor at Juvenile Detention Center because there was nobody hiring somebody at my level of expertise, yada, 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 with my because I didn't know their language yet. I didn't know how to function in their environment yet. And they weren't going to take that risk, even though they want to support veterans, because a lot of companies out there want to support veterans. But when we get out, we got to kind of start over. And that means we got to start from the bottom and work our way up and find our niche and da, 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 da. So hearing what Tim is saying is important because I'm telling you guys, it's a, it's a lifestyle change, but it can be a positive change. You see Tim's, Tim's successful. I'm doing really well now. People out there are doing well. So that's what it's about. It's about all of us stepping up, making those few mediocre changes that we got to make to make ourselves more adaptable to the civilian community and then we're in right tim tim is is really a the perfect example because tim not only is he successful financially doing he's doing okay but the guy has more contacts the guy has like if i reach out to tim say hey tim i need some help i'm down here with tim say hold on man give me a minute and then i'll get a text message with a name or a phone number or something because tim's that guy right he's learned that that's his value to everybody that he's in his in his web is that he can help them find a way so all, I'm sure all of his friends link on him like that. You know, we all reach out to him when we need something. Hey, Tim, do you know anybody can do this? Yeah, hold on. Or he doesn't know. He might not know the exact person, but he got somebody that can get me to the right person. You know what I mean? So there's value in having the skill set that the Army teaches us about stuff like that, like just being that NCO that, you know, our job in the military when we were NCOs was to solve problems for people, fix problems. Same thing in civilian sector. We just don't look at you as an NCO. They just look at you as Tim or Nick or whatever your name is, but you're that go-to guy now. So that's how you build your reputation. And like Tim said, if you're in the military right now and you don't have a LinkedIn profile and you got a year or less to get out, you better get on it. You better get a LinkedIn profile because he's serious. He's dead serious because there's headhunters out there looking for guys with experience like I had. If I'd have had a LinkedIn profile before I got out, I probably would have found a better job, even without the degree, because it would have had my resume of everything that I tracked down and did and controlled and managed. And it would have been better for me. Give me a better, it would, if nothing else, it would have given me a better opportunity to find those things. It might not have happened, but the point is, Tim's right. LinkedIn for business right now is the, is the niche. That's what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? You got to be visible. So get visible. Right. And one of my goals is to, for everybody watching this, is to put you in a position where you can win. Not a guarantee that you're going to have success, but put you in that position to where you're going to surround yourself with others very similar to you, where you can have great teamwork and either be in a leadership position or learn 
from someone in that leadership position and move forward. And you know what we learned is in the military, watch one, do one, teach one, never stop learning. Make sure that you're also journaling all the stuff that I've been journaling while I was in the military and afterwards, I've got two book deals and one on the horizon just for those putting in there. And the first book, all the proceeds are going to charity. And the reason I say that is because I was blessed to have a mentor that challenged me to look at my calendar. He said, Tim, your calendar doesn't lie. He's like, are you kids important to you? I go, yeah, of course they are. And he's like, great. What about your, your charity work? I said, yes, sir. He's like, what about your professional growth? Great. He's like, open up your journal. I opened up my journal and my electronic brain showed him my, my calendar. He's like, where are you reading to your kids? Where are you spending time with your kids? I go, you want me to put that in my calendar? He's like, if it's important to you, you'll put it on there. And ever since that day for the last 14 years, I have put everything and I color code everything on my Google calendar. If you open it up right now, you'll see my, my travel time where I booked in for spending time in my community with those for personal relationships, going to church, my face important. So I put those on the calendar. Yeah. All of them, you can't really see it, but I got colors. You can see there. I mean, I got colors everywhere, man. I, I literally, that's one of the best things I learned from you was schedule everything. I mean, if it's important yep. to you, it's got to be on your schedule. If it's not important, then don't put it on. But if it's important to you, put it on your schedule. I got in there. Time with my son, time with my daughter, freaking time with my wife. I got date nights on there. I mean, I got it all because it's, all that's important, right? So you got you to gotta keep that limb in there. And Tim, what Tim's talking about is that's what leads you to success later because it also shows your organizational skills. It shows your compassion to what you're trying to do and your commitment to your organ to yourself and to the people you're around. It's amazing. Well, and Valentine, I will leave everybody with the final thing that, that Paul taught me. Actually he taught me a whole lot more, but I, I want to leave you with this one because I've got to go inside it and pick up my dog at the vet. Yeah. Is it let me with the four D's do delegate, delete, delay. So if there's something that you're great at doing, do it. Prioritize, make sure you're boom, 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 knocking those out on things that are going to give you the most value. Delegate, find great people who are amazing at something that you're not or something you really don't like doing. Give them that task, do some bartering. If not, pay them, pay them well for their services. Delete, if there's something that's on your calendar and it's not falling into your values and you simply don't have time for it now, if it's your education, you're like, Tim, I'd love to do that education. I don't have time for a formal class. Okay, great. Read a, read a book, go to the library, listen to something at Drive Time University. But if you don't have time for the, that specific class, take it off your calendar for now. You can put it out there. That falls into delay. If it's not a priority, sort of that front burner on the stove, put it in the back. Let it simmer for a little bit. You don't yeah. have to have a boil right now, yeah. but do that. And that, that'll help you out tons. And then if you have that entrepreneurial mindset and you want to shark tank your life, you can look at so many other things that may bring you other value. And if there's something that I can help out anybody on this, on finances, on building your LinkedIn profile, helping find out a business or a franchise that's going to work best for you, you can connect with me on stroudmarketing.com. I'll do everything I can to help you out for our veterans. I don't charge anything for this. I'm doing it anyway. Plug into the resources that I put out with my videos. And if you're looking for something that I don't have, guess what? I may know a guy. He may know a guy, guys. So listen, all this information, like Tim just said, will be on the podcast the link on our website. It'll be on our Facebook page and stuff when, once we get ready to launch Tim's episode. So pay attention to that. Check out our website. You can find all Tim's information there. It's stroudmarketing.com. All that stuff will be available to you guys and be able to be as a resource for you. So definitely reach out, check out our website, make sure you subscribe, 
Get your friends to listen to this podcast. It's going to help you. I'm telling you. So thank you, Tim, for being on. We appreciate your brother. And go get that beautiful dog ears and go take care of him. Thank you, Valentine. One team. One team. One fight. One fight. All right, brother. Well, that's a wrap, everyone. Hope you all got something out of this podcast today. Please tell a battle buddy about us and stay tuned for our upcoming podcast. Don't forget to visit our website at www.veteransbereal.com. Support us because we got your back. Till next time, everyone. I'm out of here.